Hello internet and welcome to episode 59 of Deep Fried Neurons podcast. Today's podcast is by request and uh without like given how much I've teased this episode and promised this episode for so long, I'm finally going to drop it and I'm just going to cue the fucking Hello fellow kids. the um steve bishami now i'm old i'm a zoomer now it's been a decade since i've been on the internet and i feel old as fuck these kids are so young and youth is so precious i'm just realizing <laughs> anyway uh, i know this is not exactly my niche but i promised a very good friend and an avid listener of the podcast uh, paras if you're listening this one specially for you i was not going to make this episode otherwise i'm not even kidding but at the same time i wanted to do it right that's why it took so long and i'm sorry that it's coming out like about 20 days after uh, the internet is optimized for this episode to drop but one promise is a promise two we have the advantage of having grandes meme awards uh, results and seeing everybody's content before we talk about this uh, now i watch a lot of videos about like which memes of 2019 were the best which memes of the decade were best and um well i more or less agree with most of them as to why they would put that into that list um and one thing that's missing from my uh, 2010s meme review is of course the entire the entire uh, honorable mentions thing i have not honorably mentioned anything if you like a meme that's great these are just memes that stand out to me and i think they should be mentioned as a uh, identity of the 2010s or people who grew up in the 2010s doesn't necessarily mean that the others aren't important or should be forgotten it just these will go as a memory from me as in a time capsule and if you can't tell i'm sick as fuck like uh, my uh, my cold has gotten worse somehow and my voice has uh, gone to shit now throw back to episode 4 if you guys remember how sick i was during that um so for episode 59 here we go at uh, top 10 like the 10th place that i could think of i put deep fried memes in um, mostly because like the anti- entire anti art uh, perspective of it like look at how funny this is the entire joke has become the joke and i kind of found that very interesting i did not expect memes to go in that direction so soon and not in the way they went at all which is why i put uh, different memes as the top 10 uh, of course they came up only halfway through the decade which is 2015 and i'm so glad they didn't die out like they have their own niche now and um, they had their own contribution to like meme culture they bleed into the other memes slowly but surely and i think it's worth mentioning because they went mainstream in 2015 and 2016 uh, then there's everything spongebob now remember that i understand why people have problems with like um appropriation of meme culture that sort of leads to meme deaths actually in the cycle of a meme's life one of the biggest parts of its beginning of its death it's high, is hyper pop, uh, po- popularization of the meme the more popular it is the worse it gets and spongebob memes sort of are the most accessible ones like tier 3 spongebob memes is uh the basis at which twitter mostly operates and to be honest i fuck with them only because everybody gets them there's nothing wrong with that 
it's not exactly the worst thing in the world that your meme will be accessible or easily replicable but the truth remains the one thing that's unique about the spongebob memes is that they keep coming like there is a new spongebob uh, meme format every two to three months of course it wasn't as frequent before now it's gotten way more frequent than before uh like maybe one spongebob meme a year but like by now it's every month like there is no way i come across i i go through my timeline and i don't see a meme or like i go through my uh front page and i see zero spongebob memes and i think that's great i think survivability of the spongebob memes is um brilliant and i think that we should give it recognition that that's why they're at number nine for me the third one uh, could be controversial because this meme died soon and it only appeals to a very niche audience but it has a an element of a throwback that i sort of enjoy is the to be continued meme uh it was very big uh, back when idubs was visiting uh vidcon in i think 2014 or 2015 something like that maybe earlier than that uh this is because the kids were obsessed with jojo's bizarre adventure and everything something almost went wrong the end credit scene for uh, jojo to be continued showed up and that that was sort of it and that throws me back to a decade before that meme showed up when the internet was just born and one of the first things that we used to do on the internet back in the day i mean my brother used to do it i used to sit by him is uh, look at funny videos like um for example the german man who uh, flexes and then lands on thick ice that he was supposed to enter those are the kind of videos that it went for but this is a is an evolution of that of viral all in afv type of videos because it adds the to be continued text to it and i i thought that was hilarious i thought he was the right kind of passing on the torch of a meme which is why i put it at number 8 now the next one is uh, a little difficult to explain uh, for everybody to get but i think you guys will can f- keep up like you're pretty cultured individuals is uh, the chad meme i know i don't know if you guys know but a very attractive conventionally attractive male with symmetrical features and everything is called a chad and uh, the more chadesk you get you uh, raise in chad like chad there's a chad there's a kilo chad then there's a mega chad then there's a giga chad and then there's a there's the tera chad um of course the origin of this meme is a little controversial it comes from the incel culture uh some of it some of which is ironic some of which is unironic and these people need serious help i'm not kidding <laughs> but the meme is brilliant like the not so smart successful with women uh chad has been depicted and he's been used in various scenarios as a uh, amuse for undeserved attention well i mean that's just one example but the meme format sort of has a wider scope to it you could summarize any uh, stereotype with this i don't know how much you guys know about the virgin walk meme ninja was spotted doing the virgin walk somewhere if i'm not wrong there's multiple stereotypes that are done like the generational memes of doomer doomer bloomer boomer zoomer are also done in the same format and the same place now of course uh, 
बी केम अप विद दिस मीम और सो आव बिन टोल्ड बट सो फार आई थिंक द इंटायर एम एस पेंट अस्थेटिक अलॉन्ग विद एक्सप्लेनिंग स्टीरियो टाइप्स इन लाइक इन माइन्यूट डिटेल प्लस द सोशल स्टैंडिंग ऑफ द सेम सॉर्ट ऑफ मेक्स दिस मीम वन टू बी मैंशनड now just because chad is the name i took doesn't mean chad is the only meme that i select from this i'm selecting everything that is in the same format then uh, that that's number 7 i'm guessing no that's number 6 no that's number 7 my bad my bad my bad so number 7 is chad number 6 on the other hand is uh, umesh i don't know if you guys know this and this is this is something that made my day the, the first time i saw it there was some serious discourse going on and uh, there was this dude who whose name is umesh who just commented umesh in the entire uh, replied thread and i thought that was hilarious and of course this is from uh, like a wider family of memes where a culture that is just introduced to the internet uh, sort of with the bloopers of being on the internet being framed uh not just that but a weird intentions and random cultural uh, barriers that translate in just creepiness sometimes all of them together came together came to form a, a family of memes i think r/indian people facebook is what i'm going for i think that's the meme that i want to mention here i know people think that pewdiepie made it happen but PewDiePie is just the entropy of memes like he started the decay of the meme uh, to the big stage but when it comes to uh, Indian people facebook it's a meme that's been in growth since the beginning i mean i live in india i'm aware how uh, like what facebook used to be in 2011 it was cringier than it is now and uh, the levels of self awareness were very 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 poor Uh, to be honest the umesh meme is actually should be more aptly named uh, the meena boy meme i don't remember, i don't know if everybody knows that like if you're not in india uh for the poorly photoshopped extremely self serious extremely self gratifying posts on facebook we had this uh, meta meme in india called meena boy where uh, poorly written english along with poorly photoshopped photos of this one dude with different celebrities surfing or going to space was a thing that we used to share um i think it peaked in 2017 maybe 18 it was one of my favorite memes at the time but the meena boy has been um, in production for a very long time it comes from a level of self seriousness that we did not expect the internet would reach and the surprise and the the informational barrier sort of comes to meet in this beautiful concoction of a meme that i think is brilliant which is why i put it at number 6 um then there's the misheard memes the misheard memes are actually much older than we know like misheard memes were one of the first things that ever popped up on youtube uh, i don't know how many of you are very old i mean definitely people much people much older than me would remember benny lava uh is just a Pra- prabhu deva song which has been misheard in english even though it's in uh, some other language and uh, the chorus goes have you been high today i see the nuns are gay and that was the source of the humor but 
the misheard meme sort of con- continued into a, a big spiral where you have USSR national anthem to be misheard which is one of my favorite videos on the internet by the way like every time i get my get a chance i listen to that and watch uh, the misheard version of it in english it sort of again is this translation error that gets made fun of and i think just how evergreen it is and its survivability and its innovation in in a way and the number of times it can be redone and still be funny makes it for me so yeah that's number 5 now for number 4 this is the this is probably the most controversial one so far and other to to have it so far up in my list is something people might not agree with is uh, imagine something something this post was made by something gang most people don't find the potential in this meme very appealing but it sort of came to parody the gamer culture thing uh i think the meme blew up because uh i think cod or pubg there was a debate about which gun is better and then there were gangs gangs formed ironically and then unironically fights would break out so ironically fights broke out about everything uh and then it came to be just a form of commentary that like it's a joke that i make all the time with my friends it's annoying as fuck to them but to be honest it's using this dead meme beating his dead body to like get pity laughs uh my life is sad never mind let's not get into the sad shit but here this is here because it sort of um parallels with the this us versus them dynamic like it, it, i don't know if you guys heard the entire conflict podcast that i put up i think uh, somewhere in the episodes of 40s conflict and how life will get stranger with time is the title of the thing one of the conflicts we talk about is um, a societal conflict the outside threat how you and like your neighbor will unite against somebody from the outside it's us versus them that we talk about and that's how wars happen and that sort of tribalism still reflects in this meme and i thought that's important to us and i i i should mention that and that's why it's at number 4 the number 3 is somehow grandy's winner and uh, i understand why it makes the list to be honest because how wholesome it is and how the entire uh, internet community rallied together to pay respects to this man and be involved with him especially the people who were there when uh, the first uh, we are number 1 thing happened we are number 1 happened around 2014 i think at beginning or end something like that and um stefan karl stevenson uh, an icelandish gentleman who was the subject of this meme sort of played into the joke on reddit and uh, after that he died of uh, cancer uh, very sadly in 2018 let's be fair the the kind of involvement we got from him and, and the way he took in stride sort of just built this bridge between him and all of the community which is why stefan is such an important thing to happen in 2010s and his mention here is solely to make sure that our history always reflects that and then we go to the next one which uh, i don't know pewdiepie hated for some reason it's uh, doge and uh, the reason i put doge here is because when doge came out it turned out to be the most overdone meme at the time and it was shit 
from what I understand. But around 2017, Doge starts making a comeback. The naive Doge in uh, historical events shows up. Uh, he becomes Oppenheimer. He becomes Indira Gandhi right before her death. He becomes the French monarchy right before they're toppled. Until 2020, it grows into this muse of a uh, muse of a face that sort of represents every person on the internet. And that's why Doge became such a favorite for me because it went through the hardest metamorphosis across the decade. It came up in the beginning, it died in the middle, and then it made a comeback. And its comeback was strong and it was fast. And I think that matters is why it's number two. And number one, completely unsurprisingly for everybody, would be Pepe. And the reason Pepe is number one is because, well, feels good, man. (laughs) Pepe is number one because no frog in the history of human culture has been this controversial or this discussed. On such a huge fucking form, uh, such a huge fucking level. Like, ever since 2015, I have seen video essays on video essays on video essays about Pepe. Pepe is so big that PewDiePie was compelled to make an entire video essay about him. And pretty good video as well, by the way. It it talks about how Pepe's treatment from uh, the stoner frog who takes his pants all the way down because it feels good, man, went from uh, one of the biggest obsessions of 4chan and Tumblr and Reddit at the same time to being appropriated by Nazis as their symbol to forming Kekistan, which is the biggest um, anti-politically correct group on the internet from what I understand. Now, I mean, not that it matters, to be reappropriated as the face of rebellion against oppression uh, the Hong Kong protests. I think Pepe's had one qu- hell of a journey, and the 2010s, without a doubt, belong to him. And that's it. That's my uh, list for 2010, uh, 20, 2010s memes. I hope you enjoyed that. I have been talking for 20 minutes straight. Okay, um, I'll see you, I guess. Okay, that's all I have for you this week. I know this episode is coming out on Tuesday because I'm recording it on Tuesday. Uh, It's mostly because I've been sick and busy and sick and busy. So, yeah. Also, um, sorry about the noise in the background. The noise in the next episode is going to be worse though somehow. Um, But that's a good episode. I'm very proud that I secured that episode. Um, I'll see you on Sunday for sure. And uh, I hope you liked uh, listening about memes from me. Bye. Oh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Support me on Patreon if you really like the content. Check out the video essay that I have dropped. I'm very proud of that series. And um, that's that. Goodbye.